insider threats what are they how do they harm organizations do they do this act on purpose or not and how do the teamers simulate such scenarios during their engagements a lot of questions come to mind when we hear about this topic so for now grab you a cup of coffee or tea and let's get started You're listening to The Cyber Riddler, where we decipher the offensive and defensive side of the cyber world. I'm Ahmed Mraba. First and foremost, let's understand what we mean by insider threats. At its core, an insider threat is a security risk that comes from individual within organization. This could be employees, former employees, contractors, or anyone who works inside an organization. And he or she has inside information about the company's secret or company's security practices, data, and computer systems, and most likely will have valid credentials or access to the network. While we often think of hackers as the shadowy figures from afar, sometimes the real danger is close to home. It might surprise many to know that insiders cause a significant number of data breaches and security incidents. Their motivations can range from unintentional mistakes to malicious intent, like espionage, personal gain, or grievances against the company. So, what is the harm that insider threats can cause? Basically, insider threats can lead to a myriad of damaging consequences. Here's a rundown of some of the most impactful ones, like we are talking about data leakage, financial loss, reputation damage, you name it, or even operational disruption. So I'm just going to state the obvious. So the most obvious one is data leakage. So insiders have access to sensitive information and they can leak this data accidentally or with malicious intent. Financial loss is already self-explanatory, but operational disruption, what we mean by that is an insider can cause a sabotage to the system, causing downtime and loss of productivity, loss of intellectual property, or any other form of intellectual property can be stolen. When insider threat poses a valid credentials, it allows them to operate under the behavior of a valid and legitimate user. This makes detecting their malicious actions more challenging because they are not breaking in. They are simply walking in using the front door from a cybersecurity standpoint. Here's how they can inflict damages, like the data breaches, exfiltration of data. We are not talking about the scenarios where the user doesn't know about the system. We are talking about a valid user with valid credentials that knows what he's doing, that wants a malicious intent to be taken, and he wants to cause harm to the organization. So with valid credentials, an insider can access, copy, and transfer sensitive data, including personal information, financial details, intellectual property, and business strategies out of the organizations with tools like R-Sync, SCP, SSH, FTP, you name it, and sometimes just a simple upload by the cloud services or platforms out there. All of them can be utilized to large scale of data transfer. This is one thing of doing the exfiltration, but there is another thing, which is data alteration and corruption. So sometimes the insider who wants to sabotage the operations, he just can alter the data. For instance, manipulating financial records 
all of this can be led to a very bad decision making. Don't think of a company that have a sophisticated application. Think about a company that uses Microsoft Excel to do their operations. So if an access can be given to an employee and then he will be just changing all of these records and saving it to disk and it went without detection, think about it. That every single decision will be taken upon this data will be false. And this will lead to a very bad decision-making mechanism into the company. For now, we have talking about something that an insider can exfiltrate or alter, but we didn't talk about the thing from a different perspective, which is the privilege escalation part. Imagine that this employee have like extra privileges or have privileges that forgotten to be removed. So all of this would be causing the insider to operate under privileged account and it will go undetected because it's just a normal behavior and the user is supposed to have this since he has all the privileges needed. Sometimes maybe he has access to RDBs or to RDB to a different machine. With that, and let's assume that this machine is shared, an insider threat or employee can access that machine and disable the security controls and then dump all of the users that already logged into that system, like using tools such as Mimikatz. All of this can be taken and no one will suspect anything because the user is supposed to be in that machine. That's why the malicious insider can disrupt operation by attacking critical infrastructure. This could include deleting essential databases, shutting down servers, or manipulating network equipment to disturb the connectivity, or manipulating network equipment to disrupt connectivity. I'm going to shift gear here, like I'm going to talk about how red teamers do the scenarios so they detect and they can know inside the threat can cause. So just a brief here, let's just recap. At red team, there are many phases. One of them is testing the application or testing the network without having any credentials in there and just assuming um, like a black box scenario and the user or the, the, oper- the red team operator will assume that there is no prior information and he will be act upon it. There is a scenario that an insider threat could be utilized. Like a red team operator will have valid username and password. So it's an essential part of a red teamer to simulate insider threat. How we can mitigate the insider threat risk. Understanding the risk is the first step. The next step is taking action. What we mean by that is we have a lot of steps to be taken, like the regular training. Regular training is something obvious, but access control is to limit the amount of access any one individual has. Follow the principle of least privileges. Monitoring and alerts. Having system in place to monitor for suspicious activities and set up alerts, there are a lot of policies that could be established. One of them is whistleblower policies. Ensure that there is a safe, anonymous way for employees to report suspicious activities. All of these mitigations will not stop the attacker or insider because we are dealing with humans and humans tend to make mistakes. And with that, we just want to at least limit the danger. So having all of these mitigations in place will not stop everything. You are listening to The Cyber Riddler, a podcast that talks about offensive and defensive side of the cyber world. Please share this episode with anyone you think he or she will be interested about this topic. And remember that everything is controllable, but humans cannot be controlled. See you in the next episode.